Hello and welcome to the Football Gander podcast. This is episode three of the Football Gander. I'm Ed McIntyre as always. I'm pleased to say that I'm joined by Kim and Cobbley. How are you, Kim? I'm alright, Paul. How are you? Yeah, I'm not bad. Did uh, Chesterfield play this weekend? We did. We drew, we drew again. Um, and we've got Bill Ricky tonight, so... Good. Oh, nice, good luck to him. And uh, of course we're joined by Will Hopper as well as usual. How are you, Will? Yeah, not bad, thanks. Doing any more writing for the rugby paper? Uh, no, I think I've been sacked. Have <laughs> you? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's not the greatest of news then. Um, well, of course, we uh, in this episode we will be going over both England games over the course. It has been the uh, international break. Uh, England beating USA 3-0 last Thursday and then beating Croatia 2-1 in that crucial Nations League game. Uh, we'll also be discussing Fulham appointing former Leicester City boss Claudio Ranieri as their new manager. Ranieri, of course, uh, won the Premier League with Leicester a few years ago, so a big, big appointment there for Fulham. And we'll also be going over some of the big games to look forward to this weekend across Europe. And then we've got the uh, big football quiz, so plenty of stuff to keep you entertained for the next hour or so. So uh, let's crack on, shall we? So we'll start with England, of course, played two games last week uh, across four days and we'll go in chronological order and start with their friendly game against uh, the USA. They, of course, won 3-0 thanks to goals from Jesse Lingard, Trent Alexander-Arnold and Callum Wilson. But we've got to talk about Wayne Rooney, don't we? Uh, of course, the England record goal scorer came out of retirement to play against the USA at Wembley and all the proceeds for this game went to the Wayne Rooney Foundation, which helped the less fortunate. So uh, well done to everyone who... Uh, Help there, uh, but it was a perfect send off for Rooney, wasn't it? Three 0 to to England. I mean, he only came on for about twenty minutes, didn't he? Really, um, didn't really contribute that much to the game. Um, but yeah, to go out on a high like that, you know, to go out on a three 0 win, I think that's something. You know, we probably wanted all seats, nice round number in it, hundred and twenty, so hundred and twenty caps. Yeah, the only thing missing was his goal, weren't it? Really. Um, yeah. I mean, the res- the result obviously is what matters. I mean, I know it was only a friendly, but it's always great to beat the Yanks. Yeah, uh, but no, I think um, I mean I wasn't a massive fan of him getting called up in the first place. I thought that was sort of it now, but after seeing it, I'm actually quite happy that things turned out the way they did. Yeah, and the fact that it was for the uh, Wayne Rooney Foundation as well is just absolutely brilliant. Yeah, yeah, I think that's some. Um, I think that's as close as testimonial getting international football. I think there's a few other players probably ought to have that as well um, in the future. You know, depending on how their international careers go as well. So. It's nice to see that England have implemented that and, you know, they're helping charities out at the same time. Yeah, and uh, Win Rooney played 35 minutes. It was promised 25 minutes, but he ended up playing 35. I think what would have made it more special is if Rooney was subbed on just by himself, not with two other players. Yeah, I think that's um, that was a bit weird, really, weren't it? To, to have yeah. a game in his honour, but then bring him, don't give him a standard ovation or anything, just bring him off two other players. But I think that might be down to... You know, referees and stuff saying you, you've got to bring them on. Yeah. With this, with this many players, you can't just do one substitution and a minute later another one. So. Yeah, I think um, it would have been nice, obviously, for him to get that, just that standing ovation from what is it, eighty odd thousand and mm. and stuff. But I, I think the the bring them all on together, Southgate's still trying to keep that competitive edge to the team rather yeah. than everyone just sort of going oh it's Rooney coming on now it's now getting yeah. a bit like I mean it kind of felt like a Wayne Rooney testimonial really yeah as yeah. well that, that, that exact feeling that friendly ha- uh, that friendly had I think that's what it was meant to feel like yeah. really. but it's well deserved though I mean he is an England legend and a, you know, a, club, a legend for both club and country yeah yeah yeah. also the fact that uh, I imagine the Americans are quite happy because that's going to 
you know, he's obviously doing bits out there, isn't he, for to raise the profile of the game. So having involved in the friendly match was probably, you know, what they wanted because it, you know, helps them. Yeah, and Wayne Rooney, he almost scored a few goals as well. I remember right at the end there was a, a chance that was saved by Brad Guzan and also a ball that was whipped across the uh, box. Wayne Rooney died, went for it uh, about five yards out, but he just missed it. So it would have been nicer if uh, Wayne Rooney scored, but for me, perfect send-off for him. 3-0 over the USA. Um, Wayne Rooney's probably thinking, oh, I, I wish I were part of this England setup. You know, he, you know, Gareth Southgate, he's got all the youths, so he's probably, probably thinking, well, I wish I were part of this. Just won't fit in, would he? I, mean, I, think, I think when you look at that side, I don't there's anywhere really where he'd fit in. Yeah. Um, I don't think he'd play in that number 10 role as well as other players, kind of like Deli Alley and uh, Ruben Loftus Cheek. And you can't play him as a striker because he's, he hasn't got the pace there anymore to compete against, you know, yeah. compete in the World Cup. So. Yeah, I mean, it's probably the last time we'll see him play. Uh, England in England and you know in a match that competitive as well, um, but England has still played a, a young and uh, you know un- young and inexperienced side, uh, but they were very impressive to be fair. Uh, Jaden Sancho he was the standout for me. I was really really impressed with him. Of course, only 18 years old and he plays for Bushy Dortmund and he's getting in that uh, starting 11 for Bushy Dortmund. They're top of the league as well, so he, he's one to look out for, isn't he? he? He was fantastic. He was up and down that pitch all night and played the full 90 as well. Yeah, up and down for, for the full 90, just doing bits. Um, it's quite to see why Dortmund, are, you know, giving him regular regular first team football. Yeah. yeah well, he's keeping. Uh, Pulisic, isn't he, out of the Dortmund team? Yeah, Pulisic, yeah. obviously, USA as well. Yeah, and I, I mean, I don't claim to know much about the Bundesliga, so I was a bit sceptical as to whether, uh, maybe, is he actually as good as they say he is? But, I mean, when, when you see the game and, you, and you've seen what he what he did and how he handled the pressure, I mean, I know it was only a friendly, but it's still England debut, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, can, you can see the benefits of going away to, going away from Man City as well, from their academy, and going out to play in Dortmund, because yeah. this is the second season now where it's getting first, first team football as well. If it was still at Man City, it'd be like Phil Foden, where he just gets the you know odd ten minutes here or there. I think we'll see it a lot more with uh, English youth players. They'll go over to uh, European countries to play their first team so, football. Reece Nelson's out there as well for Hoffenheim, and he's doing pretty well. So I think it might be seen as alternative. Plus, the Bundesliga is probably as similar as you'll get to the Premier League. Um, so I think it, I think it's a great place to be sending young players out. Um, Jaden Sancho and Reece Nelson obviously reaping the benefits of being out there. So. Yeah, Jaden Sancho really was impressive and 18 years old as well. He's going to be uh, one good player in the future. Uh, Callum Wilson as well also uh, played striker in that game. If he if Welbeck didn't get injured, then Welbeck's playing that game, but Callum Wilson went in and good to see uh, Callum Wilson play. Um, 26 years old, plays for Bournemouth, uh, but he could be one to look out for. He could be a, a future striking option in uh, coming upcoming tournaments. I yeah. Th- yeah, I think well, I think we'll see him in the European Nations League again because Welbeck's obviously out, but also he did score. He scored on his England debut. This, you know, it's, it's quite an elite club to to be a part of mm. um, played really well you know looked to be you know embracing the opportunity yeah yeah. I didn't realise he was only 26 years old you know like no offence to Callum Wilson but he looks like he's like in his mid 30s like he's pushing on a bit like, <laughs> I mean, he's been around for a while hasn't he I mean yeah I, I, I don't know where he came from before Bournemouth but his, his record at Bournemouth is good um Obviously, one in one for England. But you said there about like being in an elite club, scoring on your debut and, and stuff. Most England players score on the debut against Mickey like, Lambert, like Lithuania or San Marino. And, and I mean, I know USA didn't qualify for the World Cup, but they're still you know, a fairly good team to to mm. put a performance against. Yeah. But 
But yeah. I think it's good to see uh, strikers like Callum Wilson. You know, he's another option there because you know, for you know, best part of a few years, we've only been relying on Harry Kane uh, to play a striker. Yeah, and you know, there was the thing with Troy Deeney as well, where Southgate was saying, "Oh, he doesn't really fit our mould," which is why I thought oh, Wilson doesn't really. I don't think he fits the mould either. But no, but uh, you, we're desperate, aren't we? Really, with Welbeck being out, we need that yeah. option as well. You can't, you can't just have players that fit the mould because you need to have a plan B and C. It, we've seen that before where if plan A don't work you've got to either have um, a big man to you know cut, put long balls in or you need to bring on a game changer so it's, I think it's right to have him in there Yeah, I do think Troy Deeney if he you know, starts performing well again he might be on contention for that spot as well Yeah, uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold he got the man of, man of a match in that game and he's got quite a decent goal he could be uh, another young player to uh, look out for yeah yeah, he's gonna be, I think he'll be a, I think he'll be the um, other option to Kieran Trippier for that right wing back position. I think him and Trippier are going to be fighting tooth and nail. And Walker as well. And Max Walker plays more in central role, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's, he's changing now, but, but I yeah. think he's gone to the back four though recently as well. Yeah, but I think I think um, you know Trent Alexander Arnold and Trippier will be the ones sort of competing over that spot. Yeah, so. Walker's centre back. Southgate wanted a, a quick centre back, didn't they? Yeah. Especially during World Cup when he played three at the back. So, uh, I mean, overall, though, it was, it was good to see some young England players. They played very, very well. Very impressive with him. And a uh, 3 0 win, I feel, was a perfect send off uh, for Wayne Rooney. But it's an end of the era, though. Uh, England, though, played Croatia on Sunday, of course, uh, after Croatia's 3-2 win against Spain uh, on their Thursday. meant for a crucial game on Sunday, as whichever team won the game would win the group and go on uh, to the uh, semi-finals of the uh, UEFA Nations League. Uh, England, of course, won that game 2-1, thanks to the goals from uh, Jesse Lingard and Harry Kane. England now travel to Portugal next summer to play either Portugal or Switzerland or Holland. Uh, so it's sure, surely another final for England is that um, but yeah second semi-final that we've uh, reached in the uh, space of a year good good to see nobody yeah. cares <laughs> nobody cares about the Nations League like, I mean do you think G- Germany have just been relegate, relegated in quotation marks from Division A to Division B like who cares like, you don't think that you don't see Germany going oh this is, I know, like, well, this is the worst thing to happen in German football like it's a it's a shit tournament. It's it's the worst idea in the world. Because are you telling me Germany aren't going to qualify for the Euros or France or whatever just because they didn't win their group? <laughs> the same would have happened for England. It's not a crucial game. <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck. You don't like your definitions, do you? It's shit. <laughs> Kid. It's coming home. The you know, UEFA Nations League trademark is coming home. Like. <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. It's a competitive tournament. I, I you know, I prefer seeing this to uh, friendlies. It's a different way and a better chance for for lesser teams to qualify for viewers. I like it. And we're now in a semi final in Portugal, uh, and it's surely another win for us as well. I mean, either Portugal, Switzerland, or Holland, we should beat them, shouldn't we? Well, I, don't I mean, know. we should have beat Croatia, shouldn't we? So. Yeah. Well, like, the thing is, like with Holland, they did beat France two 0 in one of their last matches, and the other team they played was. Germany, who are just on the decline, aren't they? Really, um, yeah. I don't know what's going on there. Jochen Lowe's not been sacked yet either. So, what's what's happening there? Yeah. Um, but this is how you know it. I don't think this is how UEFA saw this panning out because they had four teams in the World Cup semi-final. But three of them could could have reached the um, you know the UEFA Nations League semi-final. Yeah. But only one has. Yeah. So, 
you know, what's that to say about the tournament where teams not take it seriously? Where exactly. Yeah, but I'm, <laughs> but it's it's a good achievement from England, though, isn't it? And it you know, it brings a lot more pride as well. You know, a good a good World Cup. Yes, we lost in the semi-finals, but that did bring so much more pride to the country. But now we've made another semi-final where we could win a tournament, and you know, this this England team must be just filled with confidence right now. Yeah, but you've got to. There is a few issues there that need need addressing um, before summer comes round. The fact we're still relying on set pieces for the majority of our goals. You know, the two goals against Croatia came from one from a long throw in. The last one was from a free kick that Harry Kane sort of flicked in. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the problem as well because um, you know we we dominated against Croatia for the majority of that game. Uh, they just kept on going on the counter attack um, when they could. I felt as though we were all over them and we should have scored more goals but the fact that we didn't and we relied on set pieces from one long throw in and from a free kick I think that's where the problem lies yeah um, I just think maybe you know they need to sort of change Madison might be the option to bring in um, who's currently playing for Leicester doing you know, really well for himself there maybe you know, put him in that number 10 role see what he can do um, just, just addressing the options in that sort of number, number 10 position that might help us yeah. be, be a bit more creative um, but we're still winning games, and I think the set pieces. You know, I think we're probably the best team in the world now for set pieces. But what what happens when you come against come up against the best team in the world for defending set pieces? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, I mean, as lo- I think it's a sign of a good team, isn't it? If you sort of, I mean, I know we didn't play badly, but the the phrase is, if you play badly and win, it shows how good you are. Because imagine if you play well. But I agree. I think we should have won more convincingly I mean that opening 20 minutes I mean we had five or six chances or yeah. something didn't we so um, but it's the same problem Sterling not being able to finish uh, Kane fluffed a couple of chances and, and his goal meant he was like the first in what was it three four five games that he'd scored for England or something so yeah. uh, at least he's sort of got that monkey off his back now um, I don't know when the next games are I think that could be a problem I don't think it's until March yeah the, that's it's a long time isn't it to wait but yeah I, I agree I think we should have uh, won more convincingly yeah I mean at the end of the day we played well this single team must be uh, you know filled with confidence I never had a doubt that we wouldn't beat Croatia I never thought that we wouldn't beat Croatia I, I always knew even when we went 1-0 down I thought we're going to win this game especially when uh, what's his name the Salco went off I thought right they're in trouble now because he's arguably their best defender. Mm. I mean, you talk, Dejan Lovren could talk all he wants about being the best player in the world, but he's not, is he? Let's, no. be, let's have it right. He's not even <laughs> the best defender in that team. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, I was confident, despite the scoreline, I was confident. But I think, what was it? It was if we drew 1 1, that we would have. We would have finished bottom of the yeah. group, which is weird. Uh, so, not how that works. I mean, like I said, nobody cares, but at least we showed that fight and that spirit to go out and win the game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just Lingard and uh, Jaden Sancho of course uh, came on as uh, second half subs uh, they changed the game really and they, they feel as though them two should have started and you think South- Southgate should have started you know a few more players who played well midweek and rewarded them with uh, a game in this game I don't know because the problem was it was only two days after weren't it two days after the American game three after, days three days so Lingard and Sancho had played Sancho had played the whole 90 minutes against USA I'm not. I don't know if Lingard played the full ninety, but he definitely started because he was the first goal scorer in that game. Yeah. So it's like, I think they needed a bit of a rest. I think they should have probably came on at half time, really, rather than later on in the half. Um, but you know, they changed the game. That's what the substitutes are there for. They did the job. Um, and also having that fresh pair of legs, I think that really put you know the USA uh, put Croatia's defence under pressure as well because we've got now 
yeah. fresh players running at them. So. I mean, I'm glad that them two players, especially James Sancho, came on as well because James Sancho has now got that competitive match experience for him because he was his debut against USA, but now he's got that uh, competitive match experience, hasn't he? Yeah, I was. I think the Sancho substitution was the right time. I don't think he should have started. I think he was brought on sort of perfect timing. But I rate Lingard. I think Lingard should have started. Um, I think out of those two, if you were going to reward one of them, it should have been Lingard. Yeah. Um, I mean, he scored a fantastic goal in USA as well. He does, oh, yeah. he? He's, he's beautiful. He's he's known for that now, though, isn't he? Like that's not the first time we've ever seen him do it, and he does score for England. This yeah. is something we're missing, i.e. Sterling. Yeah. Uh, I think so. it's just because he hasn't seemed to have got himself into Man United starting eleven. But I don't think that matters now, does it for England? No. I mean, look how little chances the English players get in the Premier League anyway. Um, and especially if you're at a club like Man United, where they've got like a array of talent to choose from. Yeah. But yeah, out of the two of them, Lingard for me should have started. Sancho, I thought was 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 right decision. Yeah, I mean it's something to look forward to now next year, I guess. Uh, Viewations, Nations League semi-finals, whatever that means, whatever that's for. Uh, I don't know, but it's something to look forward to next year. A, a tournament in Portugal. Uh, but we'll uh, move on to the uh, big breaking news coming out of the Premier League last week uh, regarding Fulham. Uh, of course, they sacked uh, Slaviza Jovanovic. Uh, last week and replaced him with the uh, man who led Leicester City to the Premier League title in uh, 2016 Claudio Ranieri but first of all Djokanovic it's sad to see him go isn't it not really no <laughs> I don't think uh, anybody's too fussed uh, I, mean, I, I felt as though he deserved more time he did a good job at Fulham in such a short space of time got promoted to the Premier League yeah I just felt as though he deserved more time the yeah. problem is it's like you need to when there's a problem you need to see to it fast yeah you know, if you give him two or three more games, especially when the Ranieri's first game in charge can be Southampton, who are relegation rivals, if they lose that game with Jukanovic in charge, would he then just be sacked anyway? I think the right option was to, you know, unfortunately let him go. Obviously, done a lot for the club, but you know, just be nice. Being nice doesn't get you anywhere in this world. That's what we, you have to be a bit of a dick. Yeah. Sometimes to get anywhere. I think the timing was perfect though, because obviously it's the international break. Yeah. And now that's given him uh, what, a week, a week, a week also, and a half, yeah. two weeks to actually work with the players to get them playing a system that he wants to play. I mean, the next international break, like it says, not till March. So that's too late to yeah. sort of bring yeah. in a new manager. Yeah, and you don't want to sack a manager around Christmas time when you've got no. so many fixtures no. as well. It's worth bearing in mind as well that with Jukanovic in charge, they were uh, conceding over 2.5 goals a game. So that if they continued like that, They'd have beat Derby's uh, record for goals considering in the regular, you know, the modern era for the Premier League. Because I think when I had an article added for Yorkshire Voice, cheap plug, cheap plug. Um, I, I think it was, oh, it was 98 goals if they continue with Jukanovic in charge and the way they were performing. 98 goals conceded. So what's that? What's that tell you? Yeah, I mean, as well for we've seen it a lot more now with clubs down at the bottom end. You know, as soon as something goes wrong, as soon as the bottom of the league, as soon as they're you know drifting away, uh, I mean they're running just a few points off safety. But you know, when you start drifting away, when you're not playing well, you haven't won for ages, and you're conceding a lot of goals. That's you know we're seeing a lot more clubs are sacking their managers and bringing in someone in. Uh, but for me, Djokanovic, I mean, I felt as though he could have turned it around, don't you? No, I think Ran- I think Ranieri is the perfect appointment, really, when you consider. Sam Allardyce at the moment is a bit of a poison challenge. He's touching me, sort of, uh, because of all the England stuff that went on. 
and obviously you, you, you look at the relegation specialist Harry Redknapp is eating kangaroo testicles in a jungle <laughs> in Australia at the minute so, um, that is brilliant as well by the way isn't it? Yeah, I don't yeah, know if you're watching I'm sorry, but it's brilliant I mean, that. Um, it's, it's the right appointment you could argue there it's got a better squad at form than it did with the squad he had at last time when he won the Premier League um, mm. I think he probably just needs to change his system I think we'll go to three at the back to yeah. firm up the defence also allows Sessing on a bit more freedom as a left wing back and then maybe one or two appointments or you know you know sort of hirings and getting players in I think Victor Moses if he goes to the three at the back system Victor Moses from Chelsea it would be a steal obviously he's not getting any game time now at Chelsea anymore and maybe Danny Drinkwater as well just to give him a midfield option but for me Ranieri is the perfect guy to bring in Premier League experience you know we'll have the respect of the dressing room as soon as he walks in because he's got you know that winning mentality and that you know record yeah uh, yeah, uh, like I said, I just think it's perfect time to bring him in. And I'm sure I said in the episode one that when we were talking about team down at the bottom that Ranieri would be a, a good appointment for any of those. Um, I think it was Huddersfield though I called it on. Yeah. So I think I was a bit wrong there. But um, yeah, like you say, he's going to have the respect. However, I don't think we can put too much pressure on him. I mean, the Leicester thing is a miracle. So that, well, let's not get carried as way with ourselves and think he's going to do the exact same at Leicester, because, well, history is not on his side. Oh. But I think, given time, I think he will manage to keep them up. I just, I think they're too good to go down when, especially when you see the other teams down there at the bottom. Yeah. I mean, Claudio Ranieri, of course, did a good job at Leicester. He won, won in the Premier League title. So, if Fulham stay up, is this Fulham now winning the Premier League? No, um, it's worth the bet though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, five thousand to one odds. Well, that's the thing. When he, when he took over Leicester, they were five thousand to one, and they ended up winning the Premier League. Yeah. He's taken over Fulham, who are currently five thousand to one. Yeah, Just stick a quid on. <laughs> like, it's a quid. Right. But um, I don't think they'll win the Premier League. I think a mid-table finish, uh, maybe a push for the uh, one of the cups next season. I think that's a reasonable expectation. Yeah, I mean, for me, Djokovic, I feel as though he should deserve more time. You know, seeing what he did at Fulham in such a short space of time getting up into the uh, Premier League but you know it is what it is but Claudio Vanier it is a good appointment do you think? I think it's the best possible appointment you know the other options are weren't as good so Allardyce Redknapp you know you look at Moyes it's like yeah yeah. Like Will's facial expression there some, some <laughs> old Ranieri is the perfect guy because of the guys who yeah. Sort of passed it a little bit, I think. And, yeah, I mean, it's good, it's good seeing back in English football as well. I mean, he didn't do too well in France, um, but now he's back in English football. It's good to see him back, and you know, hopefully he does well. Yeah, the France is a li- the French li- league's a weird league, so I don't think you can really, really read that much into it. Well, now let's quickly go over some of the big fixtures this weekend to look out for across Europe and in the Premier League we've got Spurs taking on Chelsea on Saturday evening Chelsea in third and just one point above fourth place Tottenham Hotspur Chelsea going into it still unbeaten this season of course and Spurs look to build on a 1-0 win away at Crystal Palace in the Championship you've got some decent clashes as always but the big one is on Sunday Aston Villa going up against Birmingham City at Villa Park that is the uh, big Birmingham derby there of course and both teams on 24 points as it stands and both just 4 points off of the playoffs so it's sure to be a good game as they always are between them two clubs in the Liga you've got a top of the table clash on Saturday as uh, league leaders Barcelona 
travel to uh, Atletico Madrid. Atletico Madrid just one point behind a Barcelona side that lost 4-3 against uh, Real Betis at home in their last game, so it's sure to be an interesting one. Uh, and in Serie A, the uh, only one that stands out really is uh, fourth place Lazio against fifth place Napoli. Just one point separating the two sides as they uh, both look to try and stay up there or in the Champions League places. Uh, anyway, so it's another game there to look forward to. Uh, Sunday afternoon is that one. Yes, as we mentioned last week on the uh, podcast, we will be doing a football quiz in this episode. And this quiz is all about the Premier League. So the quiz is uh, 15 questions long, all multiple choice. So I'll give you three different options to choose from. Uh, then we'll go over the uh, answers afterwards. And also, as we mentioned though briefly, is uh, it is a team quiz. Uh, so two others have joined us in the studio. Kieran, who have you got on your team? Uh, I've brought in Sam Bannister. Um, Sam is a lad from our course. We all uh, Sam introduced yeah, himself. Come on, Hiya, um, so yeah, I'm here on Sports Journalism course, yeah, with all you. And introduce yourself Sam, and also this is your opportunity to plug anything you want, so anything that you write for, just plug it, plug it now. So, I'm a Roma fan, and I run my own website about them, called Jello Rossi Yorkshire, yeah. I've been doing that for a year and a half, so that's like my main project. Oh, nice, nice, yeah, so go check it out if you, if you haven't seen that. Uh, also, Will Hopper as well. Who have you got on your team? I've drafted in with the number one <laughs> draft pick, <laughs> the man, the myth, Peter Davy. Hello. Yeah, I'm Peter Davy. I study sports science here. And, oh. uh, yeah, I'm pretty knowledgeable about football. So yeah, just, just, quickly, <laughs> just quickly, what did you say to me before this quiz started? Uh, how many teams are at Premiership? <laughs> <laughs> It's a Premier League quiz and you don't even know how many teams are in the Premier League right now. You're lucky though, because that isn't one of the questions. That isn't oh. one of the questions, so you are in luck. Uh, but Peter, I've known you for years, so it's uh, fantastic to see you. So yeah, i got Team Kieran, I've got Team Will. I don't know if you want to, you know, pick team names. No? Uh, maybe at a later date, I need thinking time. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get... Alright, Kieran. You can be called Red Hot Quizzy Peppers. Red Hot Quizzy Peppers. Oh, okay. That's a right team name. And Will, you can just be called, uh, I don't know, Team Team Hopper. Team Hopper. Because Hopper's a decent decent word. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so we've got um, Red Hot Quizzy Peppers and Team Hopper. Uh, so Kevin and uh, Sam on Red Hot Quizzy Peppers and uh, Will yeah, You and need to keep Peter. track as well, because we need to do this more often. Yes, I will. Um, let me just uh, grab a pen out of my bag. Um, but yeah, it's a Premier League quiz. Uh, of course, I'll keep track of the uh, scores, and then at the end, there are some bonus questions as well, and it will get interesting, so I'll explain it a bit later on when we get to that point. Uh, but we'll get started with the uh, quiz. So, uh, you guys ready? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, it is literally like you two against Will. Because <laughs> <laughs> Peter, you basically know nothing about football, do you? All right. Well, remember as well, if you're like, like you know, talking to each other, trying to see out the answer. It'll get picked up at my phone, we can hear it in our headphones, so like, be careful, just write down it, be answering, and we'll go over it a bit later. Uh, but yeah, question one of the uh, big Premier League football quiz. So question one, what year did the Premier League start? So that is the new Premier League, what year did that start? Is it A, 1992, B, 1993, or is it C, 1990? So what year did the Premier League start? Is it A, 1992, B, 1993, or C, 1990? Give it just a 
few more seconds to write down your answer. All done. All done. So, uh, question two. Who were the first team to win the new Premier League? Was it A, Manchester United? Was it B, Leeds United? Was it C, Liverpool? Definitely Leeds United. So, <laughs> who, who were the first team to win the new Premier League? So, that is in uh, 1993s. Who won that? Was it A, Manchester United, B, Leeds United, or C, Liverpool? I mean, I'm pretty knowledgeable in football, but even though I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even I know that, that's just never going to happen. So, uh, question three. Uh, which club were relegated in their first season in the Premier League in the 1997-1998 season? Was it A, Bolton Wanderers? Was it B, Crystal Palace? Was it C, Barnsley? So, which club were relegated in their first season in the Premier League in 1997-1998? Uh, Was it Bolton Wanderers? Crystal Palace or Barnsley? I see you guys are struggling on that one, so I'll give you just a few more seconds to uh, to answer. Yeah, you got it? Alright, so question four. <coughs> Who has had the most appearances for one club in the Premiership? Is it A, John Terry? Is it B, Steven Gerrard? Or is it C, Ryan Giggs? So who has had the most appearances for one club in the Premiership? Is it A, John Terry, B, Steven Gerrard, or is it C, Ryan Giggs? Just give you a few more seconds to write your answers down and move on to, uh, to question five. So question five. Andy Cole and Alan Shearer shared a record for most goals scored in a Premiership season, but how many goals did they each score? Was it A, 33 goals, B, 34 goals, or was it C, 35 goals? So uh, Andy Cole and Alan Shearer shared a record for most goals scored in a Premiership season, but how many goals did they each score? Was it 33, 34, or 35? Give me a few more seconds to uh, try that one. That's a guess, that one. So uh, move on to question six then. Uh, Who has scored the most goals in a Premiership debut season. So who's got the most goals in their debut season in the uh, Premier League? Is it A, Fernando Torres? Is it B, Alan Shearer? Or is it C, Mohamed Salah? So who has scored the most goals in a Premiership debut season? Is it Fernando Torres, Alan Shearer, or Mohamed Salah? Oh, I don't know. It's a difficult one, that one. Yep, so who's got most goals in the Premiership debut season? Fernando Torres, Alan Shearer, or Mohamed Salah? It'll be, I think. I thought it was Hesky. Hesky! <laughs> Hesky! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. A real Hesky. Uh, what, a, what a legend. <laughs> uh, so, question seven. Which club has had the fewest points in a Premier League in one season? Is it A, Derby County, B, Blackpool, or is it C, Sunderland? So, which club has had the fewest points in the Premier League in one season? Is it Derby County, Blackpool, or is it Sunderland? Give you a few more seconds. Okay, so uh, question eight. Which player holds the record for most consecutive Premier League appearances? Is it A, Max Walzer, B, Petr Cech, or is it C, Brad Friedel. So all three of them are goalkeepers, but which one holds the record for most consecutive Premier League appearances? Is it Mark Schwarzer, Petr Cech, or Brad Friedel? 
Give me just a, That's a tough few one, more seconds. Yeah. Uh, question nine. For what club did Paolo Di Canio play for when he pushed referee Paul Alcock? So what club did Paolo Di Canio play for when he pushed referee Paul Alcock? Was it A, West Ham, B, Sheffield Wednesday, or was it C, Charlton Athletic? So for what club did Paolo Di Canio play for when he pushed referee Paul Alcock? Is it West Ham, Sheffield Wednesday, or is it Charlton Athletic? So, but what club did Paolo Di Canio play for when he pushed referee Paul Alcock? West Ham, Sheffield Wednesday, or Shelton? Question 10. Which player scored his 100th Premiership goal in the year 2000 when scoring from his 50th penalty? So, which player scored his 100th Premiership goal from his 50th penalty? Was it A, Gary Lineker, B, Matt Letizier, or was it C, Alan Shearer? So which player scored his 100th Premiership goal in the year 2000 when scoring from his 50th penalty? Was it Gary Lineker, Matt Letizier or Alan Shearer? You guys look to, to have wrote down your answers. So uh, question 11. Who is the only player to score a Premier League hat-trick for three different clubs? Is it Jesus A, Christ. Andy Carroll, B, Nicholas and Nelka, or is it C, Jermaine Defoe? So who was the only player to score a Premier League hat-trick for three different clubs? Is it Andy Carroll, Nicholas Anelka, or Jermaine Defoe? You guys look to be struggling on that one. Um, just for shits and gigs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys look to be uh, struggling. So yeah, which Premier League... So who was the only player to score a Premier League hat-trick for three different clubs? Carroll... Uh, Nicholas Nelka or Jermaine Defoe question 12 which Premier League club did Wayne Rooney score his first goal against was it A Manchester United B Arsenal or was it C Liverpool so which Premier League club did Wayne Rooney score his first goal against was it Manchester United Arsenal or Liverpool just a few more seconds yeah I think I've got that one Look, uh, stop cheating. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident I'm pretty answers. Pretty, I can't even see your answers. <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm pretty confident I knew that one because I've read the photo back. No cheating, so. no cheating. Uh, also, you will be marking your own answers later on, so make sure that. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're, we're, swapping papers. we're swapping papers. We're not having any cheating. No, we're, we're not swapping papers. I'll, I'll ask you what answer you've got before I read out the answer. Yeah. What if they change it That's then? That's fair enough. Ed, you've not thought this through, mate. I'll read out an answer. I'll say, what did you go for? You tell oh, me, and then I'll read out what question, what answer's right. Did, 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 it's on his phone. <laughs> it's on his phone. Give him his phone, mate. Come on. Peter, get off your phone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no cheating, guys. Me. Otherwise, you'll ruin it for everyone. Right, <laughs> um, right we'll move on to question 13. Uh, make sure you're playing at home as well. I should have mentioned that before we did the quiz, but if you're listening at home, make sure to uh, play along. There's, there's some poor sod that's like, I have to replay this now, right? I have three questions, one through 12. You play put, it back, put it back to start. Well, all right, question 13. How many Premier League titles did Sir Alex Ferguson win across his 27 years in charge of Manchester United? Was it A, 9, B, 11, or C, 13? So how many Premier League titles did Sir Alex Ferguson win? Was it A, 9, B, 11, or was it C, 13? Both got that one. 
so. for any answers. Um, well, we'll move on to question 14 then. And who are the only team to have received a golden Premier League trophy? Is it A, Arsenal, B, Manchester United, or is it C, Chelsea? So, who are the only team to have received a golden coloured Premier League trophy? Is it Arsenal, Manchester United, or Chelsea? You both put down your answers, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Let's see if they're right a bit shorter on. Uh, question 15, the last question. Since 2005, Newcastle's Lee Boyer had an on-pitch scrap with which of his teammates? Was it A, Kieran Dyer, B, Niall Ranger, or was it C, Jonathan Woodgate? So in 2005, Newcastle's Lee Boyer had an on-pitch scrap with which teammate? Was it Kieran Dyer, Niall Ranger or Jonathan Woodgate? Give just a few more seconds to write down your answer there. Right, so that question was in 2005, Newcastle Lee, but you had non pitch crap with which teammate? Kevin Dyer, Niall Ranger or Jonathan Woodgate? You both heard that in your answers? Yeah, yeah. Right, well, we'll go through the answers now. So, uh, big Premier League football <coughs> quiz. Question one was, what year did the Premier League start? I'll ask Team Kevin first. Uh, up, Quizzy Peppers. What did you go we for? Were, we were quietly confident with 1992. 1992 and Will? Pete actually answered this one <laughs> and also got 1992. So you both went for 1992. Well, the answer is A, 1992. So uh, Leeds United, they won the uh, last old, old First Division uh, trophy in uh, 1992. And then uh, in 1992, so later on in the year for the 1992-1993 season, the Premier League was started, and that was with 22 teams as well. Uh, but now, of course, it's only 20 teams. So um, there you go. Now you yeah, know. Before we start, <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep uh, that in mind for next time. So, <laughs> so it's one each at the moment. Uh, so question two, I'm pretty sure that you both got this one right. So question two was, who were the first team to win the new Premier League? Uh, that was in the 1992-1993 season. Was it A, Manchester United, B, Leeds United, or C, Liverpool? I'll ask Will's team first. What did you go for? Man United. Manchester United and Kieran? Yeah, we went with Man United as well. You both went with Manchester United. Well, the answer is Manchester United. So you both get a point on that it one. It was Leeds, was it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Leeds United were in that one. I just shed a tear then. (laughs) (laughs) What? Just say he's seen you then as soon as he went. Oh, it's not going to be Leeds United. You just went. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, Leeds United weren't in the Premier League. They finished fifth. They finished fifth that season. To be fair, United. not doing so badly now. No, but Leeds United were were in the Premier League that season. Of course, won the division the season before as well. So was that the last time you won anything? Oh. <laughs> I think so. Why are you I, talking there? Hi, it was. It I, mean, was I, can't, I can't really say it was a Chesterfield time. Well, last time we won a trophy. Last time we won a trophy. We did win promotion from League One a few seasons ago. Yeah, but when Last when time we won a trophy was. It's not a, it's not a trophy winning promotion, is it? Well, I mean, according to Norwich City, it is and teams like that. But anyway, we'll move on. <laughs> Manchester United was the answer to that one. Uh, question three was uh, which club were relegated in their first season in the Premier League? In the 1997-1998 season, was it A, Bolton Wanderers, B, Crystal Palace, or was it C, Barnsley? Sam, what did your team go for? We went for Barnsley. We went for Barnsley and uh, Will? For Palace. Yeah, we went for Palace. For Crystal Palace. But the answer, the team that got it right, was Kieran's team. 
Red Hot Quizzy Peppers got the answer right. So Barnsley were the fir- were the club to be relegated in their first season in the Premier League in 1997-1998. Uh, so it's three two as it stands to the Red Hot Quizzy Peppers. Uh, question four: Who has had the most appearances for one club in the Premiership? Was it John Terry, Stephen Gerrard, or, Wy- or Ryan Giggs? Team Hopper. What did you go for? Gerrard. Went for Gerrard. Went for Stephen Gerrard. Kevin. Who went with Giggsy? Went with Giggs. Well. Karen is storming into the lead. They are two points clear now. It was indeed Ryan Giggs. He made 963 appearances for Manchester United. I think my influence on this time. That's a Ryan Giggs. 963 appearances for Manchester United there. So that's the answer to question four. Question five. Andy Cullen and Alan Shearer shared a record for most goals scored in a premiership season. But how many goals did they each score? Was it 33 34 or 35? Kieran? We, we went with 34. Went with 34, Will? Yeah, we also went with 34. Well, you both got that question right. It is 34 goals that they both scored. Kieran, steamed out, is still in the lead. Uh, but yeah, 34 goals were scored uh, by Andy Cole and Alan Shearer in one Premiership season. Incredible season for them. Mohamed Salah actually scored uh, 33 as well. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so, question six. Who has scored the most goals in their Premiership debut season? Was it Fernando Torres, Alan Shearer, or Mohamed Salah? Will? Uh, we went with Shearer. You went with Shearer, Kieran? We went with Torres. You went with Torres. Well, Kieran has again got it right. Fernando Torres scored the uh, most goals in his Premiership debut season. That was in 2007 for Liverpool, of course. Uh, I thought it was a trick question because Mohamed Salah, of course, had a fantastic season last season for Liverpool, but he did play for Chelsea before. Yeah, we knew that one, yeah. yeah. Uh, but Alan Shearer, of course, uh, he scored a lot of goals in Premiership, but that answer is Fernando Torres. He scored the most goals in a uh, Premiership uh, debut uh, season. So, Kevin team now three points ahead of uh, Will's team. Uh, so, question seven. Which club has had the fewest points in a Premier League in one season. Was it Derby County, Blackpool or Sunderland? Peter, I'll let you do the honours for that. For Went you. for Derby County. Went for Derby County, Kieran? Yeah, it's definitely Derby County. Yep, and you're both absolutely correct on that one. It, uh, it is, of course, Derby County uh, who won, who uh, got the uh, fewest points in the Premier League in one season. Uh, question eight: Which player holds the record for most consecutive Premier League appearances? Was it Mark Schwarzer, Petr Cech, or Brad Friedel? Kieran. Um, we went with Schwarzer. You went with Mark Schwarzer and, and Will. Who did we, you go for? We had no idea, so we just went with Friedel. Well, you had you had no idea, but you do have an idea because Brad Friedel made the most consecutive appearances for a Premier League. The comeback uh, is on. <laughs> the comeback is on. <laughs> He made um, 310 appearances in a row in the Premier League, which is mental. There were three goalkeepers, and there were pretty hard question that one because both, you know, all three of those um, have made quite a lot of consecutive Premier League appearances. But Brad Friedel holds a record with 310. Uh, question nine: For what club did Paolo Di Canio play for when he pushed referee Paul Alcock? Was it A. West Ham, B. Sheffield Wednesday, or C. Charlton Athletic? Will, who did your team go for? We went for Charlton Athletic. Went for Charlton Athletic. And Kieran? Uh, we, we went West Ham, obviously knowing Kanye was a bit of a legend there, so you know that's what we went for. Well, you both got that question wrong. It was B, Sheffield Wednesday. He pushed the referee after being sent off in a home game versus Arsenal. 
Um, so Sheffield Wednesday now, and it kind of went under the radar this time at uh, Sheffield uh, Wednesday. He's more remembered at West Ham, I think, and also Charlton Athletic, which uh, Will's team went for. But the answer is Sheffield uh, Wednesday. Uh, question 10. Uh, which player scored his 100th Premiership goal in the year 2000 when scoring from his 50th penalty? Was it Gary Lineker, Matt Letizier or Alan Shearer? Kieran, who um, did your team go for? So you went with Letizier. Obviously he's got a fantastic penalty record of only missing one so we thought that's the uh, that's a safe safe bet. Yeah, and yeah well. we agreed with that logic. Yeah, well you both got that question absolutely right. It is Matt Letizier. Of course, he was terrific at penalties. He's only missed one in his career. Uh, Matt Letizia, fantastic player. Him. I asked you who Letizia was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Letizia was a fantastic player, especially for Southampton. Um, so yeah, he Matt Letizia scored his one championship goal in the year 2000 from scoring from his 50th uh, penalty. So question 11 was who is the only player to score a Premier League hat trick? For three different clubs, was it Andy Carroll, Nicholas Nelka, or Jermaine Defoe? Will who did the team Hopper go for? We we went with a bit of a wild card and we put Andy Carroll. Yeah, <laughs> put Andy Carroll. <laughs> um, we don't think Andy Carroll's capable of scoring a hat trick. So we went with Nicholas Nelka. You're absolutely right, Kevin. Nicholas Nelka. If Andy Carroll's listening to this, please mean we do we don't mean to offend. Yeah, and if Andy Carroll's listening, you're just on the you're on the physio bench a lot. That's all. And if Andy Carroll's listening, we would love you on podcasts as well. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that is um, Nicholas Anelka uh, scored a hat trick for Arsenal, Chelsea, and Manchester City. Uh, so yeah, Nicholas Anelka the only player to score a Premier League hat trick for three different clubs. It's, it's good a record. Of, it's a bit of a Premier League slack when you think about it, isn't it? Because like, he played for that many Premier League teams, he gets around. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for Bolton. I think he played for West Brom as well. Yeah, he only played for like nine games. Because he got he got sacked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Nicholas Nelke is the only player to score a Premier League hat trick for three different clubs. Uh, question twelve: Which Premier League club did Wayne Rooney score his first goal against? Was it Manchester United, Arsenal, or was it Liverpool? Kieran, what did uh, Red Hot Quizzy Peppers go for? So I seem to remember reading his autobiography that his first goal, first Premier League goal, was against Arsenal. So I think we went with that. Yep, and we'll yeah, we were pretty confident it was Arsenal as well. Yeah, and you're both absolutely correct. It was against Arsenal. Of course, he made his Premier League debut um, because he scored his first goal in the Premier League uh, for Everton. That was against Arsenal in 2002. Question 13. How many Premier League titles did Sir Alex Ferguson win? Was it 9, 11 or 13? Peter, do you want to read out what you put? Yeah, we had no idea, so we put 11. You put 11, Kieran? Uh, we went with 9. But with 9, well, you both got it wrong. You both got it wrong. It is uh, 13. Incredible. Impressive. In- incredible. Sir Alex Ferguson was a fantastic manager. Uh, but, yeah, he won 13 Premier League titles across 27 years in charge at Manchester United. From uh, 1986 to uh, 2013, he won uh, 13 Premier League titles. Incredible. Incredible. Uh, question 14. Uh, was uh, who are the only teams to have received a golden coloured Premier League trophy was it Arsenal Manchester United or Chelsea Sam I'll let you read out your answer what did uh, Red Hot Quizzy Peppers go for we went for Arsenal for this one thinking about the invincible season yep and uh, well we went with Man United thinking that maybe for their 10th one they got a special trophy well the answer is of course Arsenal 
they are the only team to have received a golden Premier League trophy and that was for uh, their invincible season they went the entire season unbeaten in the 2003-2004 season incredible from Arsenal was that and uh, yeah they are, they are the only team to win a golden Premier League uh, trophy uh, and the last question uh, question uh, 15 uh, was uh, in 2005 Newcastle's Lee Burrier had an on-pitch graph with which teammate was it Kevin Dyer Niall Venger or Jonathan Woodgate Will what did a uh, Pete, Pete guessed this one go on I put Kieran Dyer because he sounds like a pikey <laughs> <laughs> Kieran Dyer if you are listening we are so <laughs> sorry we are so sorry his <laughs> name is Peter David he lives in Headingley you'll see him just wandering around lost looking like he doesn't know where he is so if you see a small Chinese boy like Pete just bang him out or something <laughs> Um, who did your team we were, go for? We were Kieran Dyer as well. I seem to remember he talked about this on I'm a Celebrity like two or three years ago. Yep. So I think that was a safe bet. Big fan of I'm a Celebrity, are you? It's fantastic television. Like It is. When the, when the Premier League's not on, I think I'm a Celebrity is the perfect sort of fill-in. Yeah, well, uh, you both got that question right. It was, of course, Kieran Dyer. Uh, it was a game at St. Jersey Park uh, where Newcastle lost 3-0 to Aston Villa. Uh, big fame scrap uh, was that one but that was the last question uh, but I think we won that one there are some bonus questions though there yeah. are some bonus questions so right now let me just add up the score so we've got 12 I know that 12 so it's 12 to 8 to uh, Kieran's team yeah, yeah. right now but the bonus questions it it gets interesting here because there are four questions but if you get one right you get two points if you get a question wrong, you lose a point. Ooh. So it gets interesting here. Uh, so bonus questions. So question one of the bonus round. Who is the only player to have scored a hat-trick in the Premiership, the Championship, League One, League Two, the League Cup, the FA Cup, and for his country? So who's the only player to have scored a hat-trick in the Premiership, Championship, League One, League Two, the League Cup, the FA Cup, and for his country, was it A, Grant Holt, B, Charlie Adam, or was it C, Robert Earnshaw? Oh, that's a shout, that, though. Uh, wait, what's the options again? Was it A, Grant Holt, B, Charlie Adam, or was it C, Robert Earnshaw? So the only player to have scored a hat-trick in the Premiership, Championship, League One, League Two, the League Cup, the FA Cup, and for his country. An incredible start, that. I was really surprised when I uh, saw that one. Uh, question two of the bonus round. Which player has made the most charity shield appearances? Is it A, Ryan Giggs, B, Paul Scholes, or is it C, Frank Lampard? Ooh. Well, we've just heard them say skulls, so we're putting that down as well. Yeah, so here's the, uh, which player has made the most charity shield appearances? Was it Ryan Giggs, Paul Skulls, or Frank Lampard? Uh, question three of the bonus round. Which championship club this season currently have the highest averaged overall attendance for away matches? So who has the most travelling fans this season in the championship? Is it A, Birmingham City, B, Norwich City, or is it C, Leeds United. Switch Championship Club this season currently have the highest average overall away attendance. Which signs are fanatic uh, losers? 
<laughs> so, uh, is it A, Birmingham City, B, Norwich City, or C, Leeds United? And the uh, last question for the bonus round. How much did Manchester United sign 17-year-old Cristiano Ronaldo for from Sporting Lisbon? Was it A, £10 million, B, £12 million, or was it C, £15 million? Give us the options again. Uh, so, yeah, how much did uh, Manchester United sign 17-year-old Cristiano Ronaldo for from Sporting Lisbon? Was it £10 million, £12 million, or was it £15 million? Both, both that one. So we'll go over the answers then. Gets interesting here. So uh, question one, of course, was who is the only player to have scored a hat-trick in the Premiership, Championship, League One, League Two, the League Cup, the FA Cup, and for their country? Was it Grant Holt, Charlie Adam, or Robert Earnshaw? Kevin, who did your team go for? So I didn't have a clue, but Sam seems to think Robert Earnshaw, and I'm you know more than happy to go with his guess. So we pump for that. No, scribble our answers. We. Uh, we couldn't decide between Charlie Adam or Robert Earnshaw, but now we're going to say Robert Earnshaw. <laughs> I just saw you skip like an answer. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll allow it. Um, and you're both absolutely correct. Robert Earnshaw is the only player to have scored a hat-trick in the Premiership, Championship, League One, League Two, the League Cup, the FA Cup and First Country. An incredible stat is that. Uh, Robert Earnshaw, of course, played for 13 different clubs in his career. That is including uh, the uh, Welsh side. Uh, question two. Uh, so you both get two points for that one. Um, so right now it's fourteen ten. All right, we need to we need to make some tactical changes here, <laughs> because otherwise we're gonna have the same result. <laughs> uh, so okay. question two: Which player has made the most charity shield appearances? Was it Ryan Giggs, Paul Scholes, or Frank Lampard? Will who did the team Hopper go for? We originally went Scholes to be safe, as I also know Kieran's team went for Scholes. But in order to try and Beat boost it. our score, we have to go for gigs. And uh, Kevin, you yeah, went for we scores? Went, we went scores. Obviously, Man United won so many Premier Leagues, so it makes more sense for him to be in there. It's Charity Shield appearances, though. Yeah, but if you need to win the Premier League, don't you have to get in the Charity yeah. Shield? So. Yeah. Uh, well, the answer is A. Ryan Giggs. Oh, oh I'm, telling you, mate. <laughs> I'm telling you. Come back, son. So it's 14-12 right now. You're tired for a bit. It could be the last question, this, I swear down. So, uh, yeah, question two was, uh, which player has made the most Charity Shield appearances? Was it Ryan Giggs, Paul Scholes, or Frank Lombard? And the answer is Ryan Giggs. Uh, Question three, which championship club this season currently has the highest average overall attendance for away matches? Was it Birmingham City, Norwich City, or Leeds United? Sam, I'll let you do the honest for your team. We've put Leeds... Thought you had to get that in there, didn't you? So. But Leeds United. Yeah, we, we went with Leeds as well. You both went for Leeds United. Whew. Well, the answer is Birmingham City. It is Birmingham City. So uh, Birmingham City have the uh, highest average overall attendance for away matches this season. I thought it was a trick on, but uh, Leeds United, they, they have the highest average uh, uh, attendances for uh, all matches both home and away but Birmingham have the uh, highest for away matches uh, so right now it is 12-11 to Kieran's team mate. so question 4 this is interesting the best we can hope for is a draw I yeah. Think. so uh, yeah question 4 how much did Manchester United sign 17 year old Cristiano Ronaldo for from Sporting Lisbon was it A 
10 million pounds B 12 million pounds or was it C 15 million pounds Will um, we I couldn't see what they thought so we're going to say 15 <laughs> 15 Kevin uh, we thought it was slightly less we thought it would oh, have got against we with 12 but for 12 million go on be nice the correct answer and I can reveal the winning team of this oh, quiz oh, no. is Red Hot Quizzy Peppers, Kieran Steve, Kieran Sam. So, to be fair, we came closer than I thought we would. Yeah. You did come close. I, I thought it was going to be interesting. I thought you could have. Yeah, we took it seriously in the comeback. second round. <laughs> <laughs> so, the closest you came was a uh, 13 12, and that was an important round. But the winner of the Big Premier League football quiz is the Red Hot Quizzy Peppers, Kieran and Sam, Kieran's team. You Ed, guys have a winners. What's the prize? What's the price? Uh, we'll do it over us over the season. So we'll, we'll do it over the f- season. So it's one nil to you now. We'll do quizzes throughout the season uh, at whatever stage uh, we we feel like we should. Um, but yes, for for right now, Kieran Seam is the winner. Uh, that answer was of course twelve million pounds. Uh, before I don't read out the answer, so people at home are like, "What is the answer?" Uh, it's twelve million pounds. So Manchester United signed a seventeen-year-old Cristiano Ronaldo from Sporting Lisbon for. Twelve million pound, absolute bargain there. Uh, but congratulations uh, to Kieran uh, for winning that one. Uh, but that brings us to the uh, end of this episode of the uh, Football Gander podcast. Uh, thank you to everyone who's uh, joined me, Kieran. Thank you for joining me and Sam as well. You you had fun, Sam? Yeah, it's been great. Thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah, you enjoyed the quiz? Yeah, it was very fun, especially to win. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Will, of course, uh, thank you for joining me as well as always. And Peter. Thank you for being on the podcast as well. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, no help you were. Yeah, thank you to everyone. Thank you to uh, all you guys who have been on it. Uh, Kieran and Will, obviously, on it all the time. Uh, but uh, also thank you to everyone who has uh, listened as well. And don't forget to uh, like, share and subscribe. Make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes. We are now on iTunes. So make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes and give the podcast a five-star rating. But for now, we'll see you next time. Please do join us. And uh, from us, from for, for now, it is to our from us. <laughs>